I saw some weird video on X today that we should probably pull up and take a look at. I don't know if you've seen okay. this. This has been going all over the internet in the past 24 hours. It is crazy. Make sure the volume is on. The volume is very okay. important to this video. Are you going to send it? Or should I just... It's, it's, on my, it's the first thing on my X feed if you want to hop okay. over there real quick. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, the, the, the guy that gets shot by his dad. Well, it's, I don't know if it's his dad. Maybe it's some, his dad? some daddy play. I don't know. I've heard oh. some things about that young lad okay, with the laptop with sound definitely okay here we go we're taking a look at this brand new hot video something you'd find on world star starts with someone's foot that's irrelevant dirty nobody foot, really isn't. mentioned it is dirty isn't it you know yeah. when you read the backstory on this you're gonna be like huh that's a much cleaner house than what i'd expect for that sort of dynamic but anyway let's let's take a look at this uh-oh, looks like Hans's internet immediately froze trying to play this video here. That's not good. So we're going to hope that he comes back in a moment. Look at all these trends. Goku, that's what's trending in Costa Rica. Goku. Anyway, go over to patreon.com slash lowres. In the $5 tier, we're going to have some exclusive episodes. We're going to have an episode on the curse that will drop before my guest appearance on Izekino discussing the curse. I have to emphasize that more. And we're going to make the Discord exclusive to patrons very soon. We have about four or 500 people in there already. Uh, big fans of the movies podcast. They're looking forward to Mass State Lottery. We're going to make that a patrons exclusive thing. So please go sign up in the $5 tier over there. Patreon.com slash Lowrez if you have not already. Because it helps Hans pay his bills, his internet bill, which is terrible. Sorry, uh, my dad came and shot me in the face for being a gay furry or whatever <laughs> and killed my internet. That's the story, right? Behind this, Something it's like not, that? it's not his father, it's just oh, the right. love interest of his mother, right? There, all right, let's take a look at this. Very this boy's life, okay? Here we go. Hold on, you got to back it up. We missed him, we missed a chunk here. You froze right before okay. that. Okay, okay, here we go. Here we go again. I'm getting ready to blow his goddamn brain out right fucking now. Stop it! Stop it! He has the most nonchalant reaction to having a gun pointed at him. It makes me think that this is a normal thing in their household. Can we can we talk about how his mom's pants are on the floor? <laughs> and I just noticed that she's pulling up her pants. What was? He comes out of the bedroom. With her pants and her ankles. And then she just very nonchalantly just pulls them up. So they were fucking, and then something happened that required this man to pull a gun on her son? Yeah, he says, blow my brains out. He's like, you want me to? That's what the stuff that says. It's the slowest reply. Is he high? Yeah, is he or just kind of retarded? Is that a bullet hole in his blanket, by the way? That looks like he fell asleep with a cigarette. Or like a burn. Yeah, cigarette burn. Oh shit. He sounds like Walt Jr. from Breaking Bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Point that gun at me again. And we have 
Drip, yep. drip, 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 drip. Oh yeah. my god! You're going there's, there's so much. This is a drama. This is a thriller. This is a comedy. It's a romance. There's so much that happened in this 55 seconds. I said to Nick Oldershaw, I said, how can art compete with reality? It can't. Yeah. There's so much yeah. here. So here's got, the situation. Got a ponytail. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. We got style. Got a ponytail. They were fucking. You can see his mom's vagina, which didn't really need to. Where his is his computers? Not, he's not even logged in his computer either. So it looks like he just opened his computers. But I mean, I don't know if you know the drama, but it seems like it's not like he was watching something to trigger that reaction. Also, no that gun was that gun even nine millimeters because it didn't even sound like a real shotgun. And then you see the blood, and you're like, oh, wait, that is an actual gun. Because it sounds very, like, weak. It was real enough. Well, here's, here's, here's the situation. So, yeah. apparently, her son is a femboy, cat boy online. And this man has been screwing his mother for a period of time. And he is a sex offender. He's a pedophile. He's Which a one? Chris Hansen. The, uh, the, the, the man the of the house. Oh, the gun guy? The gun guy. So he's bad. He's bad news. Anyway, here's what happened. The police were called, and there was a standoff. He barricaded himself in the bedroom and then shot himself in the face. Hmm. That's With how that shitty gun? With that gun. Yeah. Did that work with that gun? Well, do you remember Bjork Stalker? Yes. He had yeah. that tiny little gun, and it didn't even exit out of his head. It killed him. He had the most pathetic death. It was like, I, you know, if you watched all those videos, it was like 40 hours leading up to the suicide. And then you watch yeah. the suicide and he puts the gun in his mouth and it's so weak. It's just pop. And he goes, oh, and there's no blood or anything. You don't see anything. He just crumples over in a ball because the gun is <laughs> shitty. He's got a thick head, too, so you know that bullet struggled to get through that fat head he had. Yeah, so if anyone has any intention of assassinating Stavros Halkias, keep that in mind. Yeah, it was no Arbut Dwyer uh, gun. Uh, that also happens in that Napoleon movie where the, the guy tries to kill himself with a gun that's like this big, and all he does is just blow a hole through his cheek. Yes, what yeah. what do you think of I mean I know we're not talking about movies and stuff with this podcast but I don't think we talk about that movie that much because I just I just saw it I thought that you liked it but you saw that I liked it I put it at yeah, number eight on my list of the best movies not even four or five days ago when we recorded that show oh, oh yeah that's true you did well well what did, what did what did you think about it because obviously you didn't finish it you didn't you gave up on it also I wrote somebody in the comment section said. Uh, it, it took them out of the podcast that you did not see all the big Oscar bait movies. Like he didn't even try a, to see these movies. Kind you're of not fucking available. To me. I, I mean, if okay. I did, well, here's what I... you got to do, and this will be a bead bang. Yeah. Lie, just lie next. Okay, time. just say yeah, I saw yeah, all these movie. movies, and it does grant your. It makes your. It would make your opinion more interesting. Think about last year where you had all these weird like haunting movies or whatever from uh, Guatemala. You know, if you saw, let's say, what one best picture, everything, everywhere, all at once. If you saw that, 
that's a pathetic example of like an Oscar caliber film. But if you saw that and then gave this list of all these movies that ignore that, then people are like, wow, Hans is on to something. Hans has some right. cool credibility here. So on the yeah. B-Bank podcast, we never advocate for lying unless it's Hans lying. We love when Hans lies. Yeah, I never lie. What are you talking about? I don't know. What was the last big lie you told? I, I don't I don't know. I try not to. I can't remember because when you lie, you can't remember, right? So that's why I mean I'm a bad liar. So well, that, that's a classic lie, Benjamin Franklin quote: "Is a, a truth teller never has to remember his lies." Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm going to do for next year when I don't have the top movies available to watch because they haven't been leaked yet. I'll just be like, "Yeah, I saw it, but you know what? I'm more into this obscure." <laughs> obscure japanese movie that i saw about a man in a room did you end up watching that japanese movie that i told you about director of um was it haze uh yes yeah, yeah. I, I watched where, it where it's where it's all in like a in like a hole and then he just tries to get out of the hole and then there's bodies in the hole i did watch that that guy uh is a very talented director what what else did he direct didn't he direct tetsuo or something yes he directed i'm pretty sure yeah yeah you know the last the the last big lie i told was four or five years ago i told my girlfriend this movie's dracula and it was citizen kane she didn't find she didn't figure it out until about 48 minutes into the movie when dracula was nowhere (laughs) Dracula is really into one flower. <laughs> These are the kind of lies you can tell women and they'll believe it. You just tell any woman the movie's Dracula and she'll believe it for about halfway through the movie. And you can watch any movie that way. Shinya Tsukamoto. And yeah, that movie. Uh, anyway, so, uh, so Napoleon, I've seen a lot of uh, negative comments about that movie online. For multiple reasons. I think that the last thing I did was complain about how people were complaining about the historical shit that is not accurate or whatever, which doesn't really matter to me. Like that didn't really make it make a difference in my enjoyment of, of the film. Um I it, it was fine. I I, I thought yeah. it was good. I thought I, you know, my opinion was that Ridley Scott is on a roll right now in his eighties. I enjoyed House of Gucci. People hated House of Gucci. They don't really know how yeah. to look at that movie, how to view that movie, which is like, this is a standard type of film that would come out in 1995 and people would have loved it. It would have been a big box office hit. The Last Duel was fun and kind of funny, you know? I, I don't know. Napoleon, I'm curious to see maybe the four-hour cut from Ridley Scott. I would probably go in for that. The only thing I didn't like about Napoleon was the color grading. It felt a little too flat for me. So that mm-hmm. that was about it. But otherwise, it did what it needed to do. Maybe the ending was a little anticlimactic, but yeah, that I mean, that's not really. I mean, to to what you were just saying before, I guess it doesn't really matter the historical accuracy if you're watching this thing as a big dramatic blockbuster piece. That's not quite how Napoleon's life ended, but that's that's fine. You know, I I don't know. I think it's going to be better than whatever they wind up mutilating from Kubrick's source materials that he was planning for his Napoleon film because they're doing that. That's the other Who's Napoleon doing? that's coming out is Spielberg's produced. Who's doing that one? 
It was originally, this would have been exciting. And maybe we can talk about this a little bit on The Bang. Uh, Carrie Fukunaga was going to direct it. And it was going to be a 10-part miniseries for HBO, which I think could have been spectacular. You have him directing, you have Spielberg producing, and you're using Kubrick's script. That could have been really interesting. I don't think they're doing that now. I think it's another guy. For some reason, they nobody wants to hire Carrie Fukunaga anymore because he likes 19-year-olds, 18-year-olds on Instagram. Okay. I, I had a friend actually years ago, and it makes me wonder now if this was like a weird tactic of his, who tried to catfish her as Carrie Fukunaga. Like a, there was a fake Carrie Fukunaga account who hit up a friend of mine many years ago and was like, hey, oh, how are you doing? Can you send me $50? Oh, hey, Nick Pizzolatto's here too. He says hi, you know, that sort of thing. That's so funny. That's a, some Indian scamming there or Nigerian scamming. Uh, there is, uh, there's a couple of, uh, of uh, channels on YouTube that I was checking with my, my girl the other day where they do uh, catfish investigations. And it's all very dramatic and the way they present it is very sensitive to the victims. But then as you're watching, you're immediately, you're like, really? You believe that there was one where the, um, you know, the brother from Stranger Things that gets killed, uh, there was this fat woman that left her husband for him because she thought that he was texting her and asking her for money. She ended up sending him like $20,000 or something. And she was like, well, but the thing is that um, he has a joint account with his girlfriend, so he can't use that money. Uh, that he made from from Stranger Things. So she believed that because it's a joint account, then the girlfriend would have a problem with him spending money on anything. So yeah, send the me mommy money. girlfriend like, has custody of his yeah. bank account. You have to send more money. Please, quick, fast, before she realizes. Yeah, and uh, and she left her husband <laughs> for this guy. And Good. There, it's like a half an hour episode of, well, we found that the picture of the lasagna that he sent you, uh, we did a Google search and it was the first result and things like that. <laughs> we're just like, you didn't even fucking, you at no point you thought, hey, maybe this is not the guy, you know, maybe, you know, the the guy that's very popular because he's, he's on that very popular show is messaging these 30 something year old. And ho ho which which woman. person from Stranger, are you saying it's the kid with no teeth, Dustin? No, 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 no. The brother, the brother from the the ginger girl, the guy with curly hair. Okay, all right. The god. What's guy. his name? Uh, oh, you, wait. Are you talking about Finn? Is that his name? Or are you talking about the the dirty looking? The one that died. Brother. Oh, that guy. That guy. Yeah, all right. Yeah. You know, I could conceive of that guy maybe hitting up some random fat old woman. No. <laughs> what? What? no. Why not? <laughs> He's got because that kind of why look. Would he... I mean, uh, he was in the Power Rangers. Oh, he was Jason in the Power Rangers. Yeah, he's got enough money to not have to ask a girl from Minnesota <laughs> that's 30-something for, hey. Hold on. He was, he was the Power months. Rangers movie, I, I assume you mean. Because yeah, Jason movie. from the actual Power Rangers, didn't he die? A like a sad death in prison or something. He definitely would have shacked up with a fifty-year-old fan of his. 
Yeah, that one would be more believable. But this guy, so this guy was in Power Rangers. He was in Elvis. Yep, and I then remember that. He was in Stranger Things for like two seasons. And it was, oh, and the reason why she believed that it was him was because he, he texted her being like, today uh, some uh, Stranger Things news are going to leak. And then they announced the next season that day or whatever. She was like, that's it. There it is. That's the guy. He's my guy. And he's just sitting there like fucking. I love that any sort of accessible information that you could probably just find on X right now or even a Facebook page is what did it for her. What put her yeah. over the edge? Yeah, it wasn't even it wasn't even any type of uh, you know I oh he sent me a picture of him in the kitchen cooking or before he took a shower anything personal that would not be easily uh, like gettable from from Google. No, uh, it was that well he told me that uh, something was going to come out about Stranger Things that day and he did so that's all the convincing I needed. Uh, but then every image that he sent it was just. A stock image or something if you just google lasagna and he was like oh i cooked this lasagna now i like to cook it for you and because she was fat she was like oh my god lasagna and they did like a quick google search and it was the first result so i don't i don't remember why i started talking about this but uh um i could never do a show like that because i'm not kind enough to this type of people like do I feel, they still have Mev I doing that i i'm sure you know that they they uh uh they have a. Uh, like a Colombian catfish and they have a UK version of catfish. So he raked in the cash with that idea. Uh, Cause I think MTV just started producing different uh, uh, versions of that same show where they just do the same thing. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's funny to, to think that this Nev guy made so much money with this by being also stupid enough to believe you know he's got to be very wealthy at this point because that was such a fire idea catfish yeah. that movie had great marketing and a lot of people were disappointed by the conclusion because they marketed it as like a horror film like you can't you will never believe what he finds in this house and it's just a yeah. fat woman with disabled children just trying to get off. Just trying to get off and feel something. And she did, because he would like dirty text her and shit. That was oh, so yeah. funny. And then and then you find out who it is, and you're just like, oh man, this guy dumped a bunch of loads into his hand to this lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. you know, I, 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 damn, I had something. Oh, Stranger Things. I saw a post on X where there was some, just like it is. It is routine. It is such a staple that the dumbest bitch you know will have something to say about Palestine, will have some sort of big rant, some 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 tweets going on and on about Palestine. Like, Palestine, people aren't even talking about Palestine right now anymore. It's old news. Nobody cares anymore. But here's what I saw. I saw a Stranger Things final season table read, mm -hmm. and they did a zoom in. And who is, the, who is at the table read? Noah Schnapp who is a Zionist, who is a Jewish boy. And they were like, I hope nobody at that table talks to him. I hope that they fire him. I hope he never works again. It's like, this is fucking Hollywood. Are you stupid? Are you fucking stupid? It's Hollywood. Do you, do you yeah. think anybody there cares about that? If they did care about that, that they would voice that in Hollywood? 
come on how are the duffer how, the duffer brothers too i'm sure like, they are scientists i'm sure they are <laughs> it's like, yeah, like yeah, how, the how much kick brain him out for having the same yeah, the, the amount of brain rock to think that x and the no, i mean not even like x but the factions the communities that exist within that that are left over from twitter reflect reality i'm sorry to tell you it's not the case so yeah th this is um the table read photo but people are delusional people are absolutely insane like what do you how do you think this works how do you think entertainment works anyway i thought that yeah. was amusing another thing that uh just came to mind is for some reason you know i'm back to listening to art bell but now i'm listening to later art bell where he's kind of on drugs during his radio shows his periscope live broadcast where he brings people in and you can tell you know there's just not an absorbing of whatever the person's story is he's just trying to cycle through people and it auto played immediately after the episode was done this this show i've never seen before called it was rebranded i think it was originally called cody and dave and then it was called dual survival because cody got fired and then dave got fired and they had to replace him with two new guys and then they got fired and they had to replace him with two other guys and this was the stupidest show i've ever seen in my entire life it was very unintentionally funny I only watched one episode of it, but it was entertaining. Cody and Dave survived the elements or something, something along those lines. And if I'm remembering right, Cody or Dave, maybe it was Dave. I think Dave was this military survivalist who was trained to withstand extremely harsh elements. And then Cody was this, oh, I'm an aboriginal expert on survivalism yeah. and yeah we're gonna spend four days in the arctic in 10 degree weather and it's snow and i'm not gonna bring my socks or shoes because i just i'm trying to prove something that i can live like the aboriginals lived and this guy was just mm -hmm. fucking things up left and right he got a bunch of clams and snails and the other dude hunted a porcupine and gutted it it was i don't know but it was just you could tell the two guys hated each other that they just had nothing in common did not get along at all this is 2010 yeah it was a while back it was it was yeah, pretty it long ago cody london a naturalist and primitive skills expert who runs the aboriginal living skills school in arizona and uh he yeah he looks like what you would expect Survival instructor, instruct, instructor. Uh, there he hosted a show in 2004 called Lost in the Wild. Just him. It doesn't say why they were kicked out of the show, though. I know why. It's, well, I don't. I don't know why Cody was. I think maybe Cody was just kind of tired of it, and he was probably being a problem. But Dave, who is much more impressive in, in my opinion, anyway, Dave embellished on his survival skills or something or his military record mm -hmm. and then discovery or whatever the network was travel channel they found out and gave him the boot based off of that and he released a, an apology video nine years ago Can you imagine that an apology video nine years ago so were you watching art oh yeah the periscope you said so it was video 
of him because I thought oh, no, this no, was no. a radio show. I, I mean, if it was, I, I didn't see Art Bell. It was all audio, but it was uploaded to YouTube. But he would do the show mm-hmm. through Periscope, if you remember that. I remember doing Periscopes remember back in 2015 or so. You did? Yeah. I remember it. I just, I don't think I ever used it. So Periscope was kind of like the original Twitter spaces or any, because I I would say it's not quite like YouTube Live because YouTube Live will still only show your stream to your followers. Periscope was kind of a catch-all where people could hop in and see your location, not your exact location, but they could see you're in Boston or Florida or wherever it is, and then tune in abruptly and you could get followers that way. And actually, I think I got a sponsorship from somebody to do shows over Periscope for a month. And I'm trying to remember, what was it? It was one of the old podcasts. I wound up getting like $4,000 from this for doing it for a month. It was some weird Chinese company. She hit them out, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, They're gone. They're they're probably definitely over. They didn't, I don't think I, um, I, it was not my decision to not continue it. So I'll say that. Right. You know, this was before movies. This was before Low Res Wonder Bread Day. So it's your interview show. Yeah. The the interview show you had where you had some famous people there. I wish you could get some of the guests that you got on that show because, uh, what, uh, Pat Healy is good. His career is a lot of those guys, right? Yeah, no, his career is good. He did and, the Better uh, Call Saul finale. No, he was actually in something kind of in, like bigger lately. Macon Blair was in Oppenheimer. Macon, yeah, Macon Blair's another one. He's like an actual. He, didn't he direct the um, the Toxic Avenger new? Like, that one has thing? yet to come out, but yeah. Yeah, and Pat Healy recently, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, he was in there. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Oppenheimer and Killers of Flower Moon, both of those guys, very reliable character actors to fill out yeah. any scene. And talented directors, both of them. So, um, yeah, the, we, I had those guys on. Um, Chris Hansen. But he'll do any show now. He was on Impulsive yeah. this week. No, that's fun. I mean, I can't even shit on it because I know you listen or watch I, 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 every... Well, here's, what, here's my actual listening set up i haven't listened to impulsive in a long time and if you noticed i'm not drinking prime i'm laying off the prime mm-hmm. for a bit not what for happened? health reasons i'm not bothered by people going oh there's splenda in it it'll fuck your dna up i don't care you think i care you know what else do i got you're drinking an you're drinking an energy drink if you care about health you wouldn't be drinking that i, I my so- fridge is lined with energy drinks i drink tons of coffee we got newport cigarettes here it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I've, I've officially, I haven't officially, but I will say 2023 was the year I was just like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm going to eat handfuls of meat. I'm going to smoke cigarettes. I'm going to drink energy drinks and whatever happens, happens. So I don't know. I feel physically better. I feel physically better than I did when I was a vegetarian. So I don't know. I think I look better too, personally speaking. Not right now. I didn't even shower. I literally just woke up and hopped on this show. But um, anyway, no, um, I haven't listened to Impulsive at all. But we got Chris Hansen when Chris Hansen was still fresh. You know, he hadn't done his uh, second run TV show yet. That was like NBC Dateline couldn't 
sue them technically because they owned Predator, like the term Predator or something. And he was doing that on a public access show. But it was so great having Kenny ask questions to Chris Hansen because he was like, bro, what about when, you're, when your baby mama is putting your daughter on Facebook and she's in a bikini? And uh, Chris Hansen had to like seriously respond to the question. So yeah. that was a treat. That was such a great time. Did he handle it better than I handle his questions? Because a lot of times it's just like, I don't, Kenny, I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. What do you think? I don't know how to answer that. He probably did. He probably did. Because he still had to remain in professional mode. But I just remember it was kind of weird. He was in a hotel room and he was standing for the whole interview. And he had his hands behind his back. And the camera would like zoom automatically. Oh, yeah. Maybe somebody was controlling it. It looked like he was looking at a TV or something, maybe. And um, the the camera was automated, so it would zoom in here well, and then left. I don't know. It was weird. Th there was a time where a couple of Logitech cameras, I think, did that. But it was it sucked because then sometimes if it didn't recognize you, then it would just focus on something else that's not your face. And I think now there's software that does that so that you can record yourself on your phone and the camera just follows you. But back in, what are we talking about? 20... No, yeah, this, this was 16? early. This was about 2013, 2014, 2013, maybe. Yeah. No, 2014 yeah. sounds kind of late, but it, maybe, maybe. I think 2013, 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Yeah, shit. You know, the fresh-faced 20, what, three-year-old? I was 22 you? or 23 at the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talking to Chris Hansen, Kenny. Uh, but yeah, I think Makem Blair. That's cool. Good for him. Getting that out. was that was an uncomfortable interview because I remember I think Mike Malkiewicz was co-host at the time, and he was busy that day. Making gave me a landline phone number, which mm. was that I don't know. That's not the best for audio, and I was relying on mike having some questions so i came up with like half a list and i was like super nervous i was so nervous it was just like the guy who started in blue ruin i shouldn't have been nervous yeah, blue ruin. i was 22 and i was talking to like oh wow this is a real actor he starred in a great movie um uh i don't know it was a weird interview and it was the shortest i i quit after like 20 minutes i was like ah, i can't I, I don't have anything left i gotta i gotta get off this right now um, I ran out of my five questions in 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was 2013, Blue Ruin. Mm -hmm. So, fuck. 10, that was, that was the first example ago. of like a great movie coming out of a crowdfunding campaign. It was that, I, and then Life Itself shortly thereafter, which put, what was it, Indiegogo on the map. What is Life Itself? That was the oh, Roger, Roger Ebert, Ebert biopic based on his... Um, Biography, autobiography that was before he died or after it was after he died and i think they used his voice box to narrate it Ew. well it was kind of like, i don't know it was ahead of its pleasant. time because now you can you could do that without permission so he's just this the whole no no no, no. he, he just, didn't sound like oh. that no they okay. they had they pulled it was the same technology i guess they used now for ai but it was less sophisticated they went through all the episodes of his show to be able to pull 
how he would say things, and then that would be his voice box. I mean, I did the cybernetic Ebert of the year 2000 or whatever yeah. the hell it was where I did him in like a Robo Kenny. This was the early days of the YouTube channel. And uh, the, the, the AI for voice didn't exist yet. So I just used Stephen Hawking's AI voice for that. But that's not how he sounded. He sounded pretty much like Ebert. That's cool. For 20, what are we talking about? When did he die? 2000? It was like 2012, 2011. It was around that. He's been dead for almost 15 years, Thir I want to say. 13, 2013. Okay, so ten, 10 years, basically, that he's been but, dead. But I guess, what, he couldn't talk for the last three years of his life? It might be a little longer than get, that. Was he a smoker? No, I don't, I don't think he was a smoker. I think he just wound up eating too much pussy. Just I think he loved chasses. pussy so much that his chin just, fell off. It's very, a lot of people don't know this, but black pussy is very acidic. There's like a moment in Alien, it just burned through his jaw. So that's what happened yeah, to Ebert. That's what Michael Douglas yeah, says. Yeah. I believe Michael Douglas. He's fine now. They caught that cancer, they cut it out. He's okay. He'll never eat Captain Zeta Jones pussy again. And the only reason why he's fine is because she was white. Is that what you're saying? It didn't destroy his throat as bad as. <laughs> Well, you just take a look at these guys. One is handsome, one is in the ground. Yeah. I, I hey, I don't make the right rules. Now. God does. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, you got Dracula on your wall. Yeah, do I? Oh yeah. You do have Dracula. You don't you didn't even know. But yeah. <laughs> what do you think of uh of Jonathan Majors? Jonathan Majors. Well, he's mm -hmm. he's going to jail, right? He's done. It's he? over for him. I I heard um, they're getting some wacky choice to replace him for those Marvel movies. They're still what are they getting? Uh, um, the micropenis actor. What's his name? Bring back Terrence they... Howard. Holy shit! Yeah. That would be great for him. I'd feel so happy for him after he blew it. He just blows it repeatedly. I saw he was complaining about not getting paid well for that Fifty Cent show Empire either. It's just like, dude, you got you need new people. They fucked you out of the Marvel deal. You could have been somebody. I mean, Marvel's obviously evil, but it's still better than whatever his trajectory was otherwise. And everyone's getting paid still, as evil as they are, right? All of those actors got yeah. decent. Yeah, Don Cheadle is not paycheck. beholden to the mouse. Like he can he can go do other things. They don't need him like that. So yeah. that was a that was a mistake. Now, uh, yeah, I, I would I would love to see him come back. He was oh, he, actually, here's what he was complaining about. He was complaining he was not getting any royalties for the Hustle and Flow soundtrack. Yeah, because he sang there, right? Yeah, that was his his actual voice on those songs. So they don't pay him for that because that's part of the movie. Why, why do you sing, sign that? Why did you get a better agent that gets you a decent contract so that you, they don't do that to you? I mean, I, I'm. Sure, no one was expecting that song to win an Oscar, right? And be as big as it was, but get a better fucking agent that you know doesn't let you get fucked over because these companies will fuck you over if they can. Like that's the thing. You can't really trust any of them to have the best of your uh what's the word? Your best, best interest your... in mind. And it's, that's the yeah. So you I, it's I, I've seen a lot of actors complaining about the things that happened in their past recently. Uh, there's that thing with uh, um, 
with uh, Mia Goth, right? Where she bullied some guy and stepped on his face or something and then made fun of him. And he... She stepped on his face. Was she like punching his balls? Did she step on his balls with a high heel? Let me get the story because it was something like that. And then she made fun of him being like, oh, you little pussy boy. And he had like a concussion or something. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Hold on. Mia Goth. Uh, she was being sued uh, because of when she was doing Maxine, that new Maxine movie it says here she's been sued for allegedly kicking a background actor in the head while they were working on the set of Maxine the actor who identified as James Hunter had filed a lawsuit against Goth claiming that she intentionally kicked him in the head which led him to suffering from a concussion concussion he alleges that he laid in the dirt for several hours enduring ants and mosquitoes during a scene in which Mia Goth was supposed to step over him. Uh, despite the actress being warned to be careful, she neglected those instructions and went on to intentionally and fully assault Hunter by allegedly kicking his head with the side of her boot. As a result, he experienced headaches and stiffness in his neck. And it says that no one offered medical assistance to him and no medical assistance was provided. He later experienced symptoms of concussion and head trauma, including memory loss and disorientation. Mm. And he was banned from the film set the very next day. And he was later diagnosed with a concussion at a hospital. Uh, But apparently she made fun of him and was like, ooh, ooh, the hit in the face, little pussy boy or whatever. I guess that's what. Well, I mean, I hate hate when actors don't have the wherewithal to be able to endure that. But I mean, if he got if he really got diagnosed with a concussion, that's not great. I almost died. I almost died in last year like three times. One time with a cigarette, (laughs) which is the most (laughs) pathetic one, because one cigarette took me out for like an hour and a half. Uh, Then there was another shot where I was on the ground on a scene that I'm not going to spoil. But it was cold. I was cold. Not used to Boston cold. I should sue you. Uh, and then there uh, was everybody I was signed something. In, I don't know if it there's a health I'm, waiver or something in that. I'd have to revisit was, my own contract. But. I was covered in liquid for a long period of time, and it was cold. I was also only wearing a shirt after sweating for an hour and a half, and it was cold outside. So I mean, don't be a fucking pussy. <laughs> just fucking, you're in a movie. Just enjoy it. And Between this and the women just... who reported Vincent Gallo to SAG this past week, because yeah. he was like, oh, you're going you're gonna to suck my cock. You're not really going to suck my cock, but I want you to think you're going to have to suck my cock. Yeah. And it's like, don't you want a director to guide you that way? That's the best direction ever. <laughs> you would know exactly what, oh, okay, so dick sucking, all right. Put it in my mind. All right, here, here, here I go. Uh, but no, now I guess canceled again, even though he's not fully back. But canceled now... for the ninth time. Damn, they're just yeah. taking everything away from Vincent Gallo. Yeah. What are they? What is he gonna do? Not do this Disney stuff that he wasn't doing already. I don't know. What are they trying? I don't understand what the goal. He was gonna replace Jonathan Majors. Not anymore. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. It's just. Kang, but his dick is out the whole time. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> he just pulls his dick out, and instead of becoming a different uh, version of himself, just a different color penis mm-hmm. for each character. Yeah. 
I don't understand trying to cancel someone like that. It's like, yes, fucking. Do you not know who you're working for when you go to an audition for a Vince Gallo movie? Just Google him. Just watch one of his movies. He's go to his gonna, website. You know, his website will tell you exactly who this man is. I don't know. It must be a slow news week. But I, that's exciting if they don't shit can him over. And I, I mean, why would you at this point? It stars him and James Franco. Two of my yeah. favorite guys of all time. <laughs> I couldn't believe. That it, that it was a James Franco production. These two guys are like opposite ends of the spectrum in that Gallo technically has never been uh, formally Me Too'd. He hasn't done anything, you know, but he's a very aggressive guy. He's very, yeah. like that, that whole Intense, dick thing yeah. tells you everything you need to know. James Franco, on the other hand, has been Me Too'd out the ass, but he's a very soft, guy you know what did he do he started a school so he could just eat pussy he was gonna be the acting coach and he's like all right and now i have to spread your lips and lick your clitoris and this is part of extra credit and that's what he would do that's what he did that's why he got in trouble ultimately he wasn't meeting a 17 or trying to meet a 17 year old at a hotel room in new york yeah. no 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 it was he started a school to eat pussy yeah, this is a lesson. This is called method acting. So instead of pretending that I'm going to eat your pussy, I'm actually going to eat your pussy and you're going to act like you like it. Um, and uh, yeah. What, well, but one of back. my favorite reports, <laughs> yes. he's back. They're both back. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite reports to come out of the James Franco school was, it was from a guy who enrolled. And he was like, yeah, James kind of just ignored all the guys, didn't really talk to us at all or look at us. And then, uh, you know, he was extra nice to all the girls. So, oh. well, wow. yeah, yeah, what do you expect <laughs> James Franco to, to? Yeah, you know what? I'm here to teach you how to act like it's fucking James doing? Franco. Why, why are you talking to me right now, man? I'm trying to get fucking gash on my mouth. You know, also, so, why are you joining the James Franco School of Acting? What is he, has he done that you're like this? You know what? I really have to learn how to act stoned. <laughs> I really have to learn how to, uh, I, I guess, be the quirky, handsome guy in a movie. Like, what what performance got you thinking? Yeah, Spring Breakers. Yeah, that's that's you know that's I, a, uh, that's a good performance. I mean, he's got he's got a well, he's got range. He's not. He's not bad, but I don't think when you think I want to learn from an actor, is James Franco in your top 10 people that you would think? You know, mm. someone's opening an acting school, James Franco is the one that I want to learn from. That's weird to me. I mean, I don't think that. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 think, uh, I think you're being a little hard on James Franco here. But I mean, if of all the actors ever, no, he's not in that top 10. Surely not. Like I'd rather uh, learn how to do heroin from Philia Seymour Hoffman <laughs> than, than learning how to, how to act from him. Uh, Damn, how do you stay yeah, yeah. fat on heroin? That's really an accomplishment. Impressive. Yeah. Uh, I, I read a, a, a Twitter thread the other day about how um, his death was very painful to survivors because everyone thought he he made it out and then he died from it. And he's like, if he didn't make it, then I have no hope. That's right. You have no hope. I mean, you're fucked. Like, Look at Matthew right, Perry. Man. What did he do? He was on all sorts of shit and he was still using ketamine, apparently. 
He thought, oh, it would yeah. be nice to go into a K-hole while I'm in my, my hot tub. Did he drown? Is yeah. that what happened? He, yeah. No. He took ketamine. A... He went into a K-hole. Nobody was looking after him, and he just fell asleep in the tub. And that was that. It was over for him. Well, at least he didn't suffer, I guess. <laughs> Good for him going in there. I don't know. I think that, and... no, actually, I, I haven't used ketamine ever. There's nothing yeah. about ketamine that sounds appealing to me whatsoever. The idea of going into a K-hole where you just kind of, yeah. What it's like, a, what I, the way that it's been described to me is like, it's a sleep paralysis sort of thing where you're just stuck in a time loop, essentially, and just waiting for it to end. And it feels like it's never going to end. Feels like forever. That sounds fucking horrible. Why would you ever Horrendous. want to risk putting yourself in that situation? Now, imagine that. That's Matthew Perry's final moments as water, hot, bubbly water is filling his lungs. And he's... You can't move? Time. Yeah. Is that it? You can't move? You, just, you lose control yeah. over your body? Is that it? Yep. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's actually horrifying. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a sleep paralysis, but you're underwater. Fuck. You can't talk. <laughs> you can't do anything, but you're like, you know... You're, you're, it's a sleep paralysis, but you're in a zone and time moves slower. Well, I guess, uh, it's true that, uh, no one told them that life was going to be or end this way. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great if you had stuck the landing. Jesus. God damn it. Shit. Okay. Well, there's, there's my bomb of the episode. <laughs> there's my attempt at a joke that failed. God fucking damn it. Okay. That's all right. The audience knew. The audience, that's why they're tuning in right now yeah. for those moments. Yeah. A little, little red. Yeah. Mm. Full sip. Have you Going for the, what Red Bar calls the full sip. You get a bite yeah. time. The worst thing is that it's all ice, so I got nothing in my mouth. So it's just good. a dry attempt at a sip. Yeah, <laughs> great. um we're going to be talking about the curse on the next episode of movies you finished it yeah 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 yeah. that That was was unexpected yes it was um well we'll we'll save all that for 25 minutes from now when we're starting that show um having dc on first guest of 2024 last guest of 2023 boy I still haven't heard from the original slated first guest for movies. And oh, really? I have it on good authority that he is hiding his Instagram story from me. Oh, shit. So what the fuck? <laughs> what? what? Is, it, is it that hard to be like, oh, man, sorry. Uh, something came up. My dentist had an emergency appointment. I had a root canal. Just lie. Just fucking lie, dude. You don't have to hide your Instagram. That's, I mean, that's weird. I think that's kind of weird. Am I, yeah, am I that not... intimidating? to Like, it's a podcast, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I lie to you all the time. Yeah. I understand why he Oh, can. yeah, I know. <laughs> Whenever Hans is like, oh, yeah, I'm helping my friend move. It's 10 o'clock at night. It's 10 o'clock at night on a Wednesday. What the fuck are you talking about? I just know. It Hans a, has been around for five years, so I don't well, care. No, hold on. That's... That's not a lie. That was a actual, actually not one of the times of I lied. Uh, it's because I get out at fucking 5.30 p.m. So they have to wait for me to get out of work to mm-hmm. help him with shit. Yeah. But I, don't I have to, I have to, to go across town to get my family groceries. Oh, really? Huh? I, I, Let's see the groceries when you're back. How about you take a picture of those groceries? 
and you show I should me have that. taken a picture of the couch you piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> i would have done a google reverse image search and brought you up on catfish they would have figured that shit it's out the, fast yeah it's um a giant couch no, you know I'm i got an uber so eats delivery late last night i was in the mood for a salami and pepperoni wrap and they do this thing where they say hey if you order in the next six minutes you can get something from 7-eleven or dunkin donuts or somewhere cost free we won't tax you we won't do anything and uh you just pay the dollar 20 for whatever i was like cool so i got two red bulls and i got a large diet coke fountain diet coke and um apparently i'm a big complainer on uber eats because i got two red bulls and they were covered in paint thinner or some sort of i don't know what the fuck it was it was a very harsh scent and one of the red bulls was dented in and had uh sticky flakes on it and human hair human hair was stuck to it i took pictures of it i was like this is unacceptable this only in new york you run into this thing on a regular basis because you get these probably migrant delivery people that are on a fucking bike and they're probably picking things up from a very dirty 7-eleven or a bodega or somewhere and it might not even be their fault it might be the the business's fault that they're pulling it off a dirty shelf because no one else is going to buy it um they're going to clean it yeah yeah they don't they don't give a fuck and then i got brought a large fountain diet coke with absolutely no ice in it there's no ice at all. And so I was like, this is unacceptable. I'm going to take a picture of these disgusting Red Bulls that stink. And um, I guess I'll just dump this Diet Coke out. I want ice. I ordered this for ice. And they said, oh, we understand that this is a problem, but um, we this is not eligible for a refund. I was like, if this isn't eligible for a refund, then what the fuck is? And I said, why is that? And they said, it's because you complain too much. You asked for oh, too shit. many refunds. And I was like, oh. are you kidding me? I went through like seven customer service people hoping that someone would flip it. But I guess I have a black mark against my account now for all these horrible delivery people. Because I don't just complain for the sake of getting my money back. I used to do that with Amazon. Not with Same. Uber Eats, though. I think, I think we've all done that. Oh, yeah. I would, I would order shoes from Amazon and... I mean, they they have to ship them here, right? So it takes like two weeks for me to get them. Mm -hmm. And then I would just be like, hey, I never received this. And someone signed for it. It's like, wasn't me. And then they would either send me a new pair of shoes or refund it. So a lot of the time, I would just have two pairs of the same type of shoes. And I would just be like, hey, here's, you want a pair of shoes to my dad here? And now we have matching shoes for free from Amazon because <laughs> some, some guy in India decided to just send me a new pair of shoes. Uh, I don't. It's not that easy anymore. I don't know if you've noticed uh, with oh, Amazon yeah. because now, because now they take pictures of the package mm -hmm. as it's delivered and shit. Well, so you you can actually, easy, but you could if you. I mean, here's the thing. I live in an apartment building with a doorman, so if I say, "Oh, I never got it," I'm kind of putting the doorman's job at risk. So I can't yeah. do that anymore. That's one thing. But if they take a picture of it, you could still say. Never got it. I don't know where it is. Something must have happened. And as long as you stick to that story, they'll be like, all right, we'll replace it. Because somebody might have stole it. And that might technically fall on them. I don't know. Yeah, I, re I remember in England, I would buy PlayStation 4 and DVDs, DVD games. And I would get them through the slot of the door in the apartment. And oh, that's weird. I never got it. And I would just get a refund. Mm -hmm. <sighs> so easy before 
<laughs> before technology got a little better. It didn't have to get this good. They will but, take yeah. extra measures with especially expensive things now, even if you don't report. Like, so for example, I ordered a 45 terabyte drive and that came out to, it actually didn't come out to that much money. It was like something like 400 bucks. And they not only needed somebody to sign for it, but I had to go down to the lobby and give them a code that they sent the day of arrival to my email. So I had to show them the code, take the box, go upstairs. It was this whole process. And the delivery guy was like waiting down there for several minutes for me to arrive, for me to put clothes on because I just lay around nude yeah. all day. <laughs> they do that on Uber Eats here now because I guess people were doing that exact same that's thing. fucking retarded for uber eats for what a pickle yeah. sandwich you have to give them a code that's stupid yep yeah well and I, I think the reason why when i worked at amazon they told us that uh no it wasn't worth to fight uh with anyone over the phone for a refund unless it went over 500 bucks which is a very large amount <laughs> so i mean I've I've worked in customer service for a long time. I never fight with anyone because it's not my fucking company. You know, if I if the option of a refund or a bonus or a, anything I can give you to get you off, off the phone, I've always been like, hey, sorry, I can give you this or I, whatever, because it's not my fucking money. I'm getting paid less than what Americans are getting paid. So I'm just like, since it's not my company, I'd rather get them off the phone instead of getting yelled at for fucking half an hour just saying no. Uh, but I remember specifically that as soon as I learned that it was, if it's under 500, don't even fight with them. I was like, well, that sounds like I'm getting shoes and clothes and, and a bunch of shit for free. And, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's how that worked. Well, they, that, that's the curse, yeah. right? They play that whole scenario out on the curse. It, the reality is it's just easier to avoid a potential lawsuit. Yeah. Which is stupid yeah. logic because then you take a look at this is a thing I saw Matt Walsh repost on uh, my old hometown of Boston. Now, Boston has a neighborhood where it's really maybe it's a city, but it's like a section called Roxbury. And Roxbury is a very black area. And they've had to shut down four Walgreens in Roxbury because they don't want to. Uh, put any charges against shoplifters and they just let mm. shoplifters go they have a policy where you have to just let them go and they've That's shut smart. down four walgreens and the, the people there are complaining like don't they think of the people why are they shutting down another walgreens i need my medication and it's like this is the logical conclusion is these areas are going to become deserts very soon yeah. very soon well California is going through that, right? Mm -hmm. So many places there where or everything is locked in boxes so you can't buy a fucking deodorant because yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a deodorant, but you know, cocoa butter and things like that uh under key because the because cocoa butter the fried chicken mix is in a plastic <laughs> container. Why are these Why watermelons in the in plastic? Well, only the grape soda is on their, on their cage, but everything else, uh, orange crush and grape soda is uh, on their key. You have to ask the the man to unlock it for you. Yeah, that's fucked up. I'm surprised that hasn't happened in New York yet. 
Well, if you go, it go, you go to parts of New York. I'll give you an example. When we went out to G Max original place, he moved out of this location. Thank God. We went to the liquor store at like 12 o'clock, one o'clock in the morning. And, um, the first thing you notice is that it's almost like walking down the street in the Caribbean or somewhere where people are just partying out on the sidewalk at one in the morning. And they're drinking and they're eating and they're going nuts and they have boom boxes and it's everywhere. But then you go into the liquor store and it's not a store at all. It's a tunnel. It's a tube with bulletproof glass all around. Okay. You walk into the tube and you point and you go, I guess I want fireball. And then this little Asian lady comes out like a robot essentially to the counter and gives you it through a metal tin thing that you have to peel down like a mailbox and then that's the exchange that's your time at the liquor store that's how stores in those areas operate if they want to stay in business and not die um they did that for taxis here for a while where the driver was in like a, a plastic case mm -hmm. that was just his seat because a lot of them were getting robbed uh, so that was the protection that they gave them. And uh, yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> it's very third world, especially for a place like New York that yeah. where you pay taxes up the ass and you would expect at least a little bit of safety. I mean, I guess they're safe now, but it's a horrible fucking Judge Dredd ass store, you know? Yeah, yeah, it, it's exactly that. And uh, I, there's a lot of Uber drivers who do that now too. They were lapsed into it via covid and then they just were like actually it's kind of safer if we put up this this big piece of plastic Barrier. between us and the yeah. passengers they will just keep doing that so it's unfortunate but now there's no reversing course here especially now that there are these north africans everywhere who just hang out in parking lots i'll give you an example i went to pick up my christmas tree at home depot and I saw these African guys that were just standing some like close to a dude's car, not far from where I was getting my tree cut up and everything. And um, I thought they worked for Home Depot at first because it's not unusual to see migrants or somebody yeah, who, who works for Mexicans, Home Depot, yeah. you know, but yeah. these are Africans and they're just standing so close to this dude's car. It's just like a white family. Um, and uh, then the wife goes over into the passenger seat and I realized they don't work for Home Depot. They're just hanging out in this parking lot. And one of the guys starts going, mommy, 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 to the wife. And she's like, uh -huh. this is a family picking up their Christmas tree. What the fuck? What is happening in this, this city? Like, it really makes you hate the upper crust white liberals who just kind of go, yeah, this is, this is a situation now. Um, but we're not going to pretend like it's happening until these people start showing up outside our door and then we won't even blame That's ourselves for having had a yeah. hand in causing this situation so it's all right it yeah. is what it is um i gotta get that's the fuck what out needs of to though. happen right that's what yeah. needs to happen in those states where uh if the rich are not being affected by it then nothing is going to change until they are well i don't even know if then because they're so delusional you know, how can you really snap out of that? It, I mean, not to make a, this show uh, any political at all, but, um, you know, getting people to snap out of like the generic mindset of 
oh, both are bad. I might as well not vote or just vote for the one I always vote for. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is bad, but it would be worse. That's very difficult to do. And that's very difficult to do, especially now that, uh, you know, they're stuffing all these migrants into, I hate to call them Schools. migrants because they're not really migrants. They're just, you know. Illegals. Yeah. They're, Illegals. Yeah. I can say it because I am one. <laughs> so I, can, <laughs> I, can, I can say it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's uh, fucked up. They're, they're, they're going to use these people to. Oh, yeah. They, they're kicking people out of school so they can house them in the gym. In the airport, they found out that there's corridors of the airport that are blocked off where they're just housing these people and these are going to be votes these are going to be votes to uh facilitate democrat party rule because either they'll use them to harvest ballots or they'll become legal citizens or maybe they won't because in places like i think california and maybe i'm wrong about this i know they're trying to put this forward in massachusetts they want to have illegals vote have the ability to vote that's fucking crazy that is insane so that's that's the future they're relying on to stay for that handful of people that are currently in power to stay in power and it might just work that's the craziest thing when i found out that you guys can do it via the mail or that you don't even need to show an id to vote because the what i've voted maybe four times five times in my adult life the times that i've been here Mm -hmm. to vote and they don't allow you to vote if you don't have an ID. And I think, okay, well, I'm sure there's still corruption in some other way because their systems are so archaic and, and whatnot. But my entire life, since I was 18, the first time I voted, I think I was 18 or 19, you could not vote if you don't show your ID because everyone yeah. has an ID. And if you don't have an ID, sorry, you don't have a vote. Go get a fucking ID. And the fact that in the United States is such a... Or or try they try to make it a, like a racial thing of like don't you know how difficult it is to get an ID? It's like it's I mean it's just make it easier for people to get an ID. It's ridiculous. It's it's, it's ridiculous. Like, you can't fly without showing your passport and being fucking patted down and all this. You know if you're choosing the elected leaders of the country, there should be a whole process to just yeah. make yourself eligible to be able to vote. You know you can't drive a car without doing this whole process here you get pulled over they don't go well you're black i mean i don't want to ask for your license you can't buy a beer if you don't have an id right (laughs) or it's not supposed to so how serious am i supposed to take the elections in the states where it's more difficult to get a, a beer at 20 than to vote like that doesn't make any fucking sense to me yeah i think i think the voting age should be 30 and up personally because people people just really don't yeah. know a whole lot 18 to 29 but i would also say nah i'd keep the military age the same age fuck them if you want to enlist and go die for 20 grand go ahead and do it but uh Is voting that what they give them 20 grand That's you get a you get a signing bonus of twenty thousand dollars and then and they pay for schooling right but then at mm. any point no i've i've heard what is it like a loan? That. that used to be one of the uh that used to be one of the selling points, but I've heard mixed things about that. There might be a I couple of commercials. I remember the commercials when I lived in the States and I was like, oh, that looks cool. I can fly a plane and they pay for my school. That sounds great. Didn't do it because that's retarded. Yeah. Like joining an army and then just having someone deciding if you go either kill people or get killed. I'm, I'm all right. Uh, I'm good. But at least that's how they would sell it. Those very intense Top Gun-like commercials that 
I'm sure they still do, just more diverse mm, now. But, I mean, well, yeah. You know? Yes and no. The last big military commercial, I think it was a push for the Navy or the Marines or something. It was a girl joining and she had lesbian moms and one was white and one was black. Hmm. Which, yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. I wonder if we'll ever get out of this. Inter- I mean, the, I, I don't really care one way or the other, but the interracial family commercial moment that we're, we're caught in where it just has gotten more and more ridiculous where it's like, you'll see an Asian woman and a white man and an Indian baby. And it's trying to sell you fucking huggies. And it's like, what? How did this happen? I guess they all adopted. I guess they just all adopted or, you know, it could be a, it could be, could be a cuck situation. I don't know, but Indian cucking, that sounds, that sounds gross. That sounds like a downgrade. Would you, yeah, that sounds like, know. hey, 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 baby, would you like to get fucked worse than, <laughs> than what I do? <laughs> hey, that's what I'm into, having someone give you a worse penis than mine. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's it, the, the most bizarre thing about that whole thing is that your country has how many million uh, population and this, uh, all the advertisement uh go that way uh it's never the majority of people and then you go to the states and let's say you're not going to a big city you go to the middle of the united states where there's also maybe not as much population as the as the uh, coasts but there's a large uh amount of people there and you'll i mean you'll find mexicans and chinese people because you find them everywhere but it's not what all of these advertisements reflect at all and i mean i guess most people don't care but at the same time you, as soon as you see one of those commercials you're kind of like i've lived here my entire life and i've never seen that combination of people mm-hmm. so it's weird that they would use that as like the what they choose to advertise but i, 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 mean, I just don't I understand who is finding that to be effective or who that is geared towards i mean it's it's just kind of this catch-all where you're trying to appease everyone and then you appease no one. Oh, I mean, does it really yeah. matter at the end of the day? Does it impact their their bottom line? It might. I, I know having worked for companies that around 2020, they would make a certain push towards featuring, um, you know, larger people or black people. Mm-hmm. And then they would see that their engagement or their sales were declining as a result of that. And so they were like, oh, fuck. That's not the audience, which you should know. You should know before you even start to consider how you want to advertise who is your your buyer. They had to course correct. So we might be heading towards a moment where things even out. It seems like a lot of these companies are losing money and they're starting to suffer as a result of the DEI policies. The fact that they're talking about, oh, we need more female pilots. Yeah. Again, the fact that it's not the most qualified, there's to to in my opinion anyway, there's probably not a more horrifying death than a yeah. death in the air because you have no mm-hmm. control. You have no control over your your fate. As soon as you stepped into You're that fucked. aircraft, yeah, it's been decided. It's predetermined whether or not it's going to fucking go down in flames or if you're going to hop off the plane and have a nice vacation that week. You know, there's yeah. nothing you can do. Or- 
or die in the ocean in the middle of the ocean eaten by sharks because they can't find you i would rather that because somewhere. you can you can try to fight a shark you can swim you're gonna you're gonna exhaust and then be eaten but yeah then, i'd uh, rather that than oh no <laughs> it's a long drop you know oh, no i'm getting sucked out of this fucking window because they yeah. haven't did you see did you see the airplane that had the door fly yeah. off and apparently it just ripped a child's shirt off it ripped a child's <laughs> shirt off it was just seated too close to the door but everyone else seemed yeah, fine i i didn't realize all these movies where like the door flies off the plane makes you think oh fuck everything's gonna get yeah. sucked out sucked out but now nah, everyone's just enjoying the flight and there's a giant hole in the plane and and the worst part is that uh, flying is horrifying to begin with. If you think about it, uh, I know that it's supposed to be safe and safer than driving or whatever, but you're sitting in the air, right? So mm -hmm. it's horrifying to begin with. And the door flying out or the window getting sucked out was not something that I would worry about when I would be flying. Like it was everything but that, you know, the, oh, I don't, I don't want to look at the wings. I don't want to sit near the wing because then... What if the Twilight Zone episode happens here and then I see something happen to a German and I we fucking die? You know, that was a worry. Or or the, the wheels won't come out properly and we're going to... No, it was never... Yeah, the door might be sucked out or the window and we might get sucked out of the window. Like, that never crossed my mind. Now, I kind of have to worry about this. That's another thing to worry about when you're flying. Yeah, yeah it's, it's horrible. And the fact that they don't give them maintenance too the fact that they're still using planes that have a uh, uh, space for your cigarettes that they haven't you haven't been able to smoke in a plane for what 20 70 30 years something like that and, yeah it's been a while and and you still oh i guess that's still there so that's that's fucking wild uh um yeah i'm not i'm uh, i'm getting anxiety now just, just <laughs> thinking about it. i don't think i've ever uh, took a relaxing actually that's not true the one big international flight I took that was 10 hours long was the most yeah. relaxing flight I've ever taken because the plane is so enormous, you don't really feel any turbulence, you know? Yeah. So that was probably oh, the, like it. Th with three rows, like the middle row, that's just big. Yeah. Yeah. yeah those are great. Almost like an auditorium. It was so big. Yeah. It was like bleachers, you know? So, yeah, that was it. But anytime you're, you're flying domestic, it's always a horror story. From my experience, Dude. especially I, I would make like an annual pilgrimage out to Florida and without exception, I feel like anytime I would get a flight going there or going back, hurricane, it's hurricane season, you're mm -hmm. going to be in a storm, we're going to have to sit on the runway for two hours and then we're going to be up in the air and the shit's going to be rocking left and right yeah. frequently. Fuck. Uh, when we used to go visit my family in Mexico, we, we, we would do it in December, every December. Uh, We'll have a get together and because it is such a small town i uh, would have to fly to mexico wait 10 hours in the airport for the one flight that leaves uh to uh where we're going and then that plane had like a two seat row and a three seat row so it was tiny and that shit would move so much and because mexico is so big it was still like a five hour flight that shit was horror, and that was a little fat boy. That shit was horror. Well, not little, little in age. I was like six feet, fucking fat, in in that tiny plane, just rocking. I, 
that. No, I like I remember thinking every Christmas, just like, do I really want to see my family? That can I just stay yeah. here because that I fucking hate that shit. And and uh, a lot of people when they travel to Asia or those islands and they have to get in, in tiny little uh, planes that uh, that move a lot and only have like eight seats. I'm good. Nah, I don't, fuck mm, that. No, no. Nah, those are the you. least That's... reliable planes. It seems like it anyway. Or the, I, I think yeah. the stats back that up. Um, we got to wrap this up because we got DC okay. in waiting for us. So that's All been right. uh, the first episode of The Bang for 2024. Thank you guys for joining us. I think this is episode 22 now. 22 episodes. Let's see if we get, we'll get to 100 before March. That's what everyone is hoping for. That's what we've promised the audience. We'll, we'll Watch it play out in real time. All right, that's been the show.